Hello and welcome to Kicking Balls, the podcast where two 20-something Americans give out a whole lot of opinions on soccer as if they're fact. Hello. 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 Here we are. Here we are again. Um, Another week. More things to discuss. More games, as always. We will start... uh, Where did we end? In the the Premier League, Saturday. What about... uh, Did we mention that Brighton beat Man United? We did. Okay. Sorry. So sorry. (laughs) Um, Starting Saturday... (laughs) uh may 6th um we had some we had some interesting results yeah chelsea um, won and they chelsea scored won chelsea goals. scored three goals can we imagine um what is crazy this? crazy stuff there really um crazy. uh city won again they beat leads 2-1 at home there was a little bit of chit chat around this game um because Holland so, gave up his Gundogan, yeah Ilkay Ilkay Gundogan had won had scored two goals in the first half and then in the second half when it was still two nothing um they won a penalty kick um and Holland gave the ball to Gundo who hit the post um and so and then shortly after about two minutes later uh Leeds went and scored and you could see right after he missed it, um, Pep on the sidelines yelling at Holland. Yeah. Uh, very clearly saying, you have to take it. You have to take it. Yeah. Um, and this caused a big, a big old, old kerfuffle. Here's my thing about this whole. Why did it start such a big kerfuffle? I just feel like. I don't under, I, yeah, that's my thing. I don't understand why it started such a big kerfuffle. It's not that uncommon for players to give balls to guys who are hot in hat tricks yeah, for a penalty yeah. kick. That's not that unusual. Gundogan is also historically a pretty good penalty taker. There's no reason to think him giving him the ball is like a bad move. If Holland's yeah. not if Holland and Mares aren't on the pitch, Gundo's probably the next guy who takes it. Yeah. Like He's, you know what I mean? So it's not like he gave it to like Kyle Walker or, or somebody who you're, you'd be like, why the fuck is he taking a PK? You know that what I mean? Like, really funny, actually. Like, it's not like a totally wild person to give it to. Gundogan has never scored a hat trick. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I honestly, I understand why in hindsight you're like, okay, no, like Holland has to take it. You're only up two goals. Like, we're in a premier league title race blah 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 like you have to you know kill the game yeah i I get that perspective but at the same time like you're relatively late in the game in i think it was like 70th minute ish like yes you're not you're not it's not the 85th minute but you're in the second half you're up two goals you're playing leads i don't think it was a bad decision for holland to do it like I don't think it. I think it, it's a it, mark too of like the trust that they have. Like obviously he missed it, and, but like, and like obvious. Like here's the thing: if if Gundogan had scored, everyone would be anything. like, "Oh my god, it was so nice of him to do that!" Like that was so yeah, great, well, of course, great yeah. show of teammanship, and you know, blah 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 blah. No one would be saying a goddamn thing, and I don't feel like our perception of Holland's action should be 
should change whether or not Gundogan scored it because like I was saying earlier there's no reason to think like Gundo is a pretty good bet to score a PK right like it's not like yeah. this is somebody you yeah. wouldn't ex- that you would you know him hitting the post is a little unexpected you know like it would be like it, it just it wouldn't like everybody it happens everybody misses PKs Holland did the other day like you know I, I don't think I understand where Pep is coming from and sure in the locker room you it's you know there's probably a conversation that's like listen after we win the Premier League then you can do that this is not the time and place for that sure you can make that argument but I just feel like people were being really 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 like oh my god I can't believe he did that that was so immature that he did that like he that was so silly it's the opposite of him being immature it's like him being mature they were there were several people saying, "Oh, that's Holland's that's Holland's lack of experience. Like you don't do that in that scenario." And I was like, "I don't know. Like I don't have. I actually have zero problem with him doing that in that scenario. Even though Gundogan missed, like I personally have no problem with that. I I thought it was kind of weird how big of a deal everyone made it. Um, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I feel like they only made it a big deal because the camera caught Pep yelling, you have to take it. You know, well, I was going to say that it probably wouldn't have been a big deal if we didn't know that Pep was making it a big deal. But but at the same time, like, we don't even know how big of a deal Pep made it. You know what I mean? Like, no, but you still you caught that understand. on screen. So you I caught him. Like... But, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the conversation wasn't any longer than Erling. Don't do that again. Yeah, probably. Like, I, I'm, you know, like, I can't imagine Pep, like, screamed at him for 20 minutes or whatever. Like, Pep was probably just like, Erling, we need to be up by more than two goals, and it's later in the game before you do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, end of discussion. Gudo is club captain. Like, I don't know. I just, again, no, it's I not agree. like he it's handed like, it to somebody yeah. that you would be like, ooh, not like why he is he it taking to Ederson it or something, did he? Or, or it's not like he handed it to Rico Lewis, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's it's one of the guys who takes a penalty, right? Like, it's yeah, one of the guys. I, who is- yeah, I don't, I feel like it's, uh... yeah, I would say. I just, I just feel like it, it got blown way out of proportion. And at the end of the day, like, it doesn't fucking matter because City won the game. So, like, yep. So. whatever. Anyway, that was about the most notable thing that happened. Um, yeah. In City Leeds. Yep. Um, uh, moving along. Yes. Spurs beat Crystal Palace one nothing. Wolves beat Aston Villa one nothing. Liverpool beat Brentford one nothing. Moving on to Sunday, West Ham beat Man United one nothing. Um, we'll talk about too- sort of the relegation. Yeah. We're going to talk about sort of the relegation battle, and I think the sort of fight for the top four as a whole once we get through results but a couple of those results are do makes for some interesting things um to circle back to later on do you want to talk about Newcastle Arsenal I don't feel like Arsenal played well I don't feel like there's that much more to be said no I guess no yeah I mean a couple of things I think I think everyone I don't know if any more I think that if you had looked like a few weeks ago at the games coming up, I think this was the one that people were pretty nervous about. Um, Newcastle and Brighton, I think, are the, yeah. were the two. Um, 
I feel like people were less concerned about Brighton than Newcastle only and not just yes, yes. not, but only because, because it happened last Newcastle's year. away. Yeah, but also what happened last year because we went to Newcastle away last year and we were fighting for the top four and we lost in a game where we played like classic like ash shit Arsenal style type game, mm-hmm. which any Arsenal fan will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um so I think that that was hanging over their head like or over just the entire game. The worry of that and then obviously we had played them at home and like tied them already this season. So you know, whatever. And you know, Newcastle has been good and their defense has been good. So was a bit worried, but we kind of just came out and we're like we're good. Um and basically just dominated. I will say Martin Odegaard there was a series, like a series, like, I don't know. I don't really remember when it was, but I just like sat back and I was like, oh, he's really good. Um, I think that we played well. I think that um, Jorginho played really well. He got man of the match. Who would have ever guessed that would have ever happened? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're doing what we had to do. We're plugging along. I, I don't think City is going to slip up, but I mean, we just have to keep winning. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if it does happen, then we need to, you know, be ready to to jump on it. Yeah. But I think that I we think should the... be happy to, that we've bounced back. This uh-huh. win and the win against Chelsea, I feel mm-hmm. like we're out of the rut that they were out. They're now out of the rut that they were in. Um, so I think that's reassuring, and I think that we probably can end the season on a high note, which will be good, yeah. whether or not we win or not, which I feel like is pretty out of the picture at this point. But you just never know, so. Yeah, like here's the thing. From uh from removing my city bias from the equation for a second, um, this is just Arsenal, you know, having the rut that they had is it's over and done with. If they lose the if they lose the league, that's what they lost it on, those four games. Yeah. Um, or really those three draws. Yeah. Um (laughs) yes. You know. And and ultimately, it is is not currently in their hands, in no. the sense that they it doesn't matter what they do. But at the same time, we were discussing before the podcast that um, City have a lot of games to play, and and have we've seen them look a little bit tired. Um, yeah. And so, if City are to slip up, and they would have to slip up more than once, yeah. to be clear. Um, but if they do, and that's not completely out of the question, um, Arsenal have to keep winning in order to put themselves in the be- best position and not give City any more wiggle room than they already have. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. So And sort of make it so that City can't relax. Um, that being said, there's approximately what? Three weeks? Four weeks? Three? Less, less. Championship Sunday is two weeks from this Sunday. But there's three games left. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that the title race is probably less interesting now than what the relegation battle is going to be on Champions yeah. League weekend, um, which we'll get to. But either way, pleased with how Arsenal's kind of finishing the season. Um, it'll be a disappointment, but only a disappointment because of how we played all year, not due to expectations at the beginning of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. If we judge off of that, we've exceeded all expectations by miles. Indeed. So I think that at the end of the season, we just have to kind of remember that anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, well. Moving on, there were three games, three games played on Monday, um, all of which have implications for both relegation. Also, um, a billion and goals top four. Scored. Yeah, literally, there were what? Huh, sorry, eight, fourteen, twenty-six. No, fourteen, twenty-one, eight, twenty-one, twenty-one goals scored in the three games um, on Monday. Uh, Fulham beat Leicester 5-3. Uh, Everton beat Brighton 5-1. 5-1? Um, Where the hell did all those goals come from? Everton? Fuck if I know. And uh, Nottingham Forest beat Southampton 4-3. So a lot of goals on Monday. Um, a lot of sort of implications for for various things. But that's all the results. Um, let's take a look at, at, at some table stuff. Um, in terms of Europe places... Yeah. Um, there are we're once again there are still a handful of teams who have some games in hand how does um, brighton only ha- why does brighton have like so many like they're two games behind yes the only brighton only still have three games yes brighton have um because several of the other teams the games that they missed or brighton Don't you remember that like span of time when liverpool and brighton played each other like five times in a row this season already yeah um this season's been whack all over anyway anyways um so essentially the teams that we're looking at in terms of European spots, we are looking at two spots, maybe three, but two spots um, between Newcastle, Man U, Liverpool, Tottenham, and Brighton. Yes. Now from the top of that group to the bottom of that group is 10 points right now. Yep. But Brighton, as we've just mentioned, have two games in hand. Yes. Um, on One of them two of the teams um yeah. but newcastle and man united also both have a game in hand now the current placing newcastle and man united are currently in the champions league spots yeah um and i would say too it's kind of shaping up to be newcastle versus man united versus liverpool potentially yes. for that fourth third and fourth spots and then yes a little bit of a battle between tottenham and brighton to see who gets into that sixth spot behind one of those three teams. Yes. Previously mentioned. That being said, I do think we will see Brighton and Tottenham both potentially scratch really hard to try to bump Liverpool or one of those teams out of the fifth spot because there is a, there is always a chance that the fifth spot is a Champions League spot this year. Now, I am certainly still. not. Say- I am certainly not saying it's going to be. <laughs> I just got that really, clear. really nervous. I am look certainly not saying that it is going to be. I am not saying that it is going to be, but I'm saying that I am sure among the clubs that are competing for the fifth spot, they are aware that that is possible yes and we will and even more so they will know after next week whether that is more or you know still a possibility but that will certainly be in the back of those minds that 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 essentially all the way you know that that could potentially also be a champions league spot very very you know big asterisks next to that very big asterisks but i'm sure it is is somewhere in the minds going on um that being said, I I think you're right. I think it's Newcastle, Man United, Liverpool. Um, who's gonna Who's gonna make that final spot? 
or those two spots. Um, Newcastle and uh, Man United are both in a bit of an advantage in the sense that they are currently in the two Champions League spots and they both have a game in hand on the next on Liverpool. Um, so we'll see how that shapes up. But um, Man United have to play they play Wolves Bournemouth, Chelsea, and Fulham. Um, okay. They play Fulham on Championship Sunday, which is I'm sh- shaping up to be likely Fulham trying to be spoil sports. Um, yeah, we had talked about this a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle uh, play Leeds, Brighton, Leicester, and Chelsea. So that's two relegation teams that they have to play. Yep. Um, which, you know, those teams will, Leeds and Leicester will both be fighting for everything that they can get. Brighton is also highly motivated for a Champions League spot. And then Newcastle plays Chelsea on Championship Sunday, um, which is a team that, much like United situation, will not be playing for anything. And so we'll just want to be spoil sport. Yeah. Um, Liverpool have only three games left to play. Um, and they are... Uh, also playing two relegation teams, um, Leicester and Southampton on Championship Sunday, and they play Aston Villa in between. I think Liverpool actually have a pretty nice situation in the sense that Southampton on Championship Sunday because there's a good shot that Southampton is already relegated. Yeah, by the I was going to say some of these Sunday teams, comes I think that you're right for that one. I was going to say it's almost worse for these te- top teams to be playing the – one still in the relegation battle because these middle teams are who are like safe are like maybe more likely not to I don't want to say not put up a fight but these relegation they they, potential teams are like literally going to be putting everything into everything you would rather game. play you would rather play you know I'd rather play like, Chelsea than like I don't know Everton yeah You'd rather play Chelsea than Everton. Uh, you'd rather play, you know, I think you'd rather play Wolves than Leicester. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't um, know. It'll be, it'll be, make it really interesting. And that's because this weekend has made the relegation battle even crazier. Yeah. Um, uh, we are looking at really four teams for two spots in the relegation battle yeah um, you basically can say southampton is out southampton is out they are not mathematically relegated yet but, but it I would think, take an absolute miracle for them too. um it, it, unless they win this week and either leads and everybody else loses yeah they will be i believe mathematically relegated after this week because they are six points behind um and there are nine points left to play yeah um but that being said Nottingham Forest, Everton, Leicester, Leeds. That's 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th right now. There are three points separating them. Yep. So, I would say that both Everton and Nottingham Forest probably feel pretty happy about it after this week's results and maybe mm-hmm. can carry that through. I would say Leeds is feeling not so good. That being said, Nottingham Forest does have to play Arsenal. Right. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that this is nowhere near – 
Right. But I'm just, I want to look at who everybody has to, those four teams have to play and sort of what that looks like. Nottingham Forest has to play Arsenal. That's not great. Uh, They also, they also play Chelsea and Crystal Palace. But again, just like we were saying, those are two teams that do not have anything to play for right now. So that's, you know, winnable fixtures, but they are, they are away also on championship Sunday, which is probably, you know, not super desirable. And like I said, they have to play Arsenal. Everton, um, Everton have to play City. So similar situation with the Arsenal sort of situation. Um, and then they play Wolves and Bournemouth. So similar to really similar sort of run in to Nottingham Forest in the sense that they have one, they're playing one team that they really probably do not want to play. And then two teams that don't really have much to play for. Yeah. Um, the one advantage they have is perhaps that they play home. On Championship Sunday, they are home um, against Bournemouth on Championship Sunday. Yeah. Leicester, um, who also had... They scored goals, but... Um, Leicester... Leicester might be in a little bit of trouble, um, I think, because Leicester have to play Liverpool and Newcastle, who are both... That's two teams. They have to play two teams that are fighting for a position in the table. Yeah. Um, unlike, you know, both Nottingham Forest and Everton both only have to play one team that's playing for something. Yeah. Um, Lester also play at home on Sunday against West Ham. So okay. I, I have do not, would not feel great if I were Lester. No, I um, neither. I don't know. And then that brings us to Leeds who have certainly had a bit of a, not great and Leeds also do not have a great run in. Um no they don't have they a also in, have why... to play two teams. They yeah. also have to play two teams that are fighting for European positions. They have to yeah. play both Newcastle and Tottenham. Um they two play Tottenham on championship are... Sunday at home at Island Road. So of those four teams, uh Nottingham Forest is the only one that doesn't play at home on championship Sunday. I don't know whether that'll end up meaning anything, but I think you're probably both off of this week's results and their remaining fixtures, um, Nottingham Forest and Everton, I think will both feel better than Leicester and Leeds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because all of them have to play. Cause if you look at it simply as a matter of do the teams you're playing have something to fight for two well, out of three well, yeah. is the answer is yes for Leicester and Leeds and only one out of three uh, for Everton and Nottingham Forest. But you never know. That doesn't mean, of course, the teams that are not fighting for something are still going to want to win. Um, yeah. And so you 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 never know, but that is very tight between those four teams and, and you know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> um, you never know. So. We will um, we'll have to keep an eye on that over the next. It'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun end. Whatever happens, I expect. I expect only Southampton will have been officially relegated by Championship Sunday. Championship Sunday, I could believe it. It'll be fun. We'll see what happens. Could get another goal differential, even more crazy. Anyway, it certainly could. In which case. Leicester have by far the best goal differential yep. among those teams, and not Nottingham 
poorest have the worst. Yes. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, there's we will. Lot, we will there's see a lot how, left to go. And by a lot, she means three games. So that feels like a lot to go. go. Um, um. Anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's hard to keep track because the games are now like all the time, constantly. So it's like really hard to like. There's games like every day. day. Yeah, pretty much. So we lose track clearly sometimes, but that's okay. Um. Do you want to talk briefly? For the WSL and then move into Champions League. Yeah, sure. Yep. All right. We don't have much to say about the WSL, but we did give an update last week. So to give an even more quick update, because I wasn't able to watch any of the games and still haven't watched Arsenal highlights. Man City lost to Liverpool, which knocks them into fourth place out of Champions League spots. Yeah. Chelsea won today, which pushes them to first. No, it doesn't. Not... Yeah, they're up by a point. No, they're not. Man United's up by a point. I'm you literally be... looking at it right now. Did the BBC lie to me? Unless oh. this is lying to me. No, the BBC Guy just Sports. really... No, the BBC just badly worded their title to make me confused. Chelsea is one point behind Chelsea United. did win today, but they're one point behind United yes, with the game. Yes, <laughs> yes. BBC, you failed me. Not really, but they did route Leicester in a 6-0 win. Arsenal also won, beating Brighton 4-0. So they're now solidly in third. third. I wouldn't actually say solidly, but they are into third, which is good for them because they were they're in They're in third, tied with City with a game in hand. Yeah. So good on that. Um I don't think Man United has played yet, so we'll wait to see. Mm. But if you're looking for a good title, top top race, this should be a fun. I do, I do think that City might have just fallen off enough not to make it into Champions League. I don't know why. I just think these other three teams are kind of on a roll right now, but I could be mistaken. I think the only thing they have going for them is the fact that Chelsea and Arsenal have to play each other, and if City beats United head to head. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. Um that it was a not a good they really need, shouldn't have lost to Liverpool this weekend. That was not it just wasn't definitely. great. Just because Liverpool definitely falling off. Yeah. They should but anyway, that's I, I don't know if that's unexpected. I don't know if at the beginning of the season people thought that Chelsea, uh that City was going to be in the top three. So I don't know. But it'll still make a fun end to the season. Um Especially now they're all out of the Champions League, so they can uh, go forth and do whatever the hell they want in the WSL. So indeed, indeed. But that's just a quick update. Um, do you want to do around Europe? Uh, Napoli sure. Final. Napoli finally won. They got it after like they did. They finally won know, months of anticipation, and then like two weeks of them like if they win a game they got it and then they weren't winning and they finally did officially win the Serie A so good for them congratulations um, they played really well I Napoli. do think that it's been a little bit of a letdown at the end of the season but but you know what expect? they got the job done they so. did get the job done and Naples did not burn down so success Indeed. yes 
Um, <laughs> there were not La Liga games over the weekend, but Real Madrid did uh, beat Osasuna in the Copa del Rey. Um, yeah. So that being said, there's a, there's a decent chance that um, Barcelona wins the La Liga trophy this weekend. Yep. Um, yep. If they win against Real or against Espanyol, um, then then they win. Although I suppose Madrid could also lose to Getafe, and that would do that would also play. do it. I suppose which, um, you know what? Knowing Madrid, will probably <laughs> which one and where both of those things could happen. In which case, uh, Barcelona would uh, would win La Liga this weekend. Um, popping over to, but that's really all there is to say about Spain because yeah, um, yeah. Popping over to uh, the Bundesliga. Um, things are still the same. Bayern is in first by one point at the moment. Um, Dortmund uh, kicked the crap out yep. of uh, um, Wolf, uh, Werder Bremen. Yeah, Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg. That's who they played this weekend, right? Yes, Wolfsburg. I think so. I didn't watch it, but I think so. Anyway, they won six nothing. They kicked the crap out of Wolfsburg. I know how to, I know who my team's played. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, so they continue to be on uh, one point between them going into match day 32. Um, yeah. Yep. I, is there anything else? I don't think so. Not... Except that like PSG has imploded in not the sense of them losing games, but their entire team seems to just I don't know. Neymar might be going to Chelsea slash Man United. Slash anywhere. Slash somewhere that isn't PSG. PSG. Barth like Messi just doesn't give a shit. And Bob based on more temperature, you know, the whole it's PSG is PSG. Um, yeah, so we don't have much else. We'll to leave say. it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, and that's Let's... sort of the round the league wrap up. Um, Let's move into the Champions League. Champions League, men's Champions League. We had the first honestly round of semifinal games. This week, I feel like we have an embarrassingly little amount to to talk about. Um, yeah, I mean, I because because you didn't watch them. I did not. So yeah, full disclosure, I did not watch either game. I had work events um, that I was required to be at during these games, so I did not. I I caught highlights from you know the city game, of course, but yeah, did not. Um, do not have a whole lot of substantive analysis to make because I, I didn't watch it. I will say, generally speaking, um, I'm I'm pleased on the pleased side, I would say. Mm-hmm. I'm not over the moon, but I'm on the pleased side um, with the result. Uh, it's 1-1 uh, of a draw in Madrid going back to the second leg in Manchester. Um so everything still to play for, completely on even ground. All either team has to do is win. Um, there's no goals to make up or anything like that. So yep. uh, I ultimately am relatively pleased with the result, given you know, given the reputation of both teams, um, and 
being away first leg um a one run result is a is a good i'm happy with that um from what i understand from both our brief discussion before the game or before the game before we started recording and from twitter discussion and sort of general sort of things i've been hearing uh city did not look their greatest they sounded like they looked good for the first section chunk before real madrid scored and then it was they they looked tired um yeah, for big I, chunks which which was definitely a concern um of mine but ultimately i was saying there there we do have a slightly bigger of a gap between games um this coming weekend than we did last weekend so um and obviously don't have to travel um within that that section as well so um we'll see and and you know De Bruyne had a, was a gorgeous goal. Uh, both goals, frankly. I mean, I hate Vinicius, yeah. but both goals were no, lovely. That goals. goal, that um, was a beautiful goal. The Vinicius. Both goals. Yeah, they were actually really similar goals. Like yeah, really they were. similar goals, yeah. actually. Um, but, um, yeah, both both really lovely goals. I'm sure it was an entertaining spectacle for the neutral. Um, honestly, it's probably for the best that I didn't watch it. I I might have given myself a heart attack um it was like that look, but it was it was it wasn't that stressful of a game though it you have no like, stake in it <laughs> no, 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 no 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 that's not my point was that it felt like the game was on a knife edge the entire time and both teams were attempting to take full control and neither were able to so that like, makes that would make it worse for me <laughs> Okay, City felt like they were in control. Real scored, like, not in the run of play, and it felt out of the ordinary. Then they take control, and then City scores, and then, like, they, like, kind of are in control. It just, yeah, and, yeah, maybe it was more stressful to you, for you, if you had watched. For me, it felt less stressful, but also, like, a quite a good game. It just felt like neither team could actually grasp it and like run with it they were like mm-hmm. inches away which like sets up for a really interesting tie coming next week I think so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ultimately like I said I'm happy with the result I'm not jumping up and down with joy over the result but I'm happy with the result um I think City will be more happy with it than Madrid is by far um and yeah, I, I think, think you know City's been win. City's been great at home this year. Um, so, you know, and, you know, those things never last forever. You know, you always lose at home at now and again. But um, I'm yeah. hoping I'm, I'm hoping for a good second leg. I just honestly, here's what it here's what it is for me. If City don't win, if they don't go through, I, I need it to not be like what happened last year, though. Like I can live, I can live with city not going through, right? Like I, I'll take 24 hours to be sad about it and then I'll live. You know what I mean? What I can't take is for city to go up by a few goals and then blow it. Sure. Can't do that. So that is my, that is my request to the universe is that if if you're going to have city go out, my, my, my prayer to the footballing gods is if City is going to go out, please let them just go out in, in in a normal way. Please do not do anything like last year. I can't take it. Okay? That's my 
that is my request to the universe. That is my prayer to the footballing gods. That is, that's all I got. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the other thing. <laughs> um, so the other semifinal, uh, the Milan Derby semifinal. Um, yes. Did you watch any of this game? I did, but I missed both goals because I turned it on slightly late and both goals were scored like so quickly by Inter Milan. Inter Milan won 2 nothing. When they were technically away, I think AC Milan was the home team in this one. Yes, that's true. That being said, both legs are being played at the San Siro, so... <laughs> I don't really know. That's that's what I mean. Is like, Does it really make a difference? Do you think they just split it between their fans? Like, I'm not really I, sure. I think maybe they... they I, I think maybe what they're doing is you get, like, a home team versus away team ticket allocation. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it is, but that being said, I'm sure there were plenty of Inter Milan fans present. Um, yeah, it it sounded like it. Um, so. Yeah, and I mean, I I didn't pay full attention though. I had it on for most of the second half. Um, AC Milan definitely was pushing to try and score a goal. They just they just weren't able to put the ball in the back of the net. I do not think that this tie is over. Um, I think this, and I think someone said it in the like analysis afterward like if AC Milan scores the first goal next week within let's say the 20 to like 27 minute mark the entire thing changes it's of course this back is in a but two goal let, lead but if they let Inter score I think it will in that 20 to 27 minute time span I think it will be over I feel like that's totally correct. I think two goal margins going into a second leg, it's always about who scores the first goal yeah. in the second leg. Um, whoever scores the first goal, that's, you know, that's what way it, it tends to go. Um, so, yeah, that's what um, what I expect. It's, yeah. a, it's a pretty good prediction. It's certainly not over. Um, I think both, it's, both teams are still, or both legs, uh, both semifinals are, you know, still to play for. Obviously, Inter have more of an advantage than anybody else, but... Um, they both still seem relatively wide open, which is something that you enjoy to see, and I think will lead to some two more quite good games. Um, yeah, neither of them were boring, I wouldn't say, so I feel like they've they they've been decent so far, so... Yeah, so I'm... And I feel like second legs... <sighs> Excuse me. Um, I feel like second legs generally, especially in the semifinals, get a little bit more chaotic because the first legs do too as well. So yeah, yeah. I expect we'll see some chaos next week. Um, gotta love the chaos. Woo woo. Yep. Except Katya does not. But whatever, it's fine. There can be chaos in the in the Milan in the Milan game. Honestly, that is what probably the be... chaos would happen. There can be chaos on Tuesday. I don't want chaos on Wednesday. <laughs> anyway. Um yeah. That's it. That was that's that's all we had. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um so we'll see you next week. Um yeah. next week we may or may not have a La Liga winner. We will definitely have um our Champions League final. Um if the soccer gods decide to spite me, then I may be in a bad mood. 
or yeah honestly rachel here's here's the here's the truth if the soccer gods decide decide to spite me and i don't mean by like city losing i mean like if something bad shit happens like it did last year um this podcast may either next week be only rachel or coming to you several days later yeah, both of which would be fine. I don't know if I can do this by myself, so it probably will just be coming to you a few days later. Unless because if it, some shit it, if some shit hits it, the fan, unless it drives Katya to never want to record this podcast ever again. Which honestly, seeing as we survived City Arsenal, you should probably be able to survive this. No, I will survive. I'm just saying, like if shit goes like it did last year, I will not be able to record Wednesday night. That's totally fine. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I will probably be in a very long shower, just crying, curled so, up, curled up in the corner, rocking back and forth, like rocking back and forth. Yeah, you know, like um, in the cartoons with like the like cloud of rain. <laughs> yeah, the cloud of rain. The 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 animated cloud of rain will be over my head. So um, so if if you if you are around next Thursday, going, huh? I wonder where the kicking balls podcast is that's why if shit goes down you will know why that is but, why um, we will record as soon as we possibly can the only other thing i wanted to say sure. is um not related to content whatsoever but um what changed like two weeks ago that had like what was it like 10 times the normal amount of people that listen I'm so confused on what that number represents, though. We can talk about that later, because I know the answer to that. But, like, 10 times the normal amount. And I'm like, what did we, what were we recording? And we don't, we don't know why. Yeah. So if you are someone who, I don't know, maybe you just randomly started listening, like, two weeks ago. Like, let us know what happened. Like, yeah, we would be super interested because we haven't changed anything. This has been the blueprint for like almost two years. So, um, but you can find us on Twitter if you want to tell us. So you we're just Katya curious on Twitter, because, but yes, yeah, you. But it's Kicking Balls Podcast. PC, um, at Kicking Balls PC. Um, but if you if you want to tell us, um, but yeah, because I logged in to to do the edit last week and was like what the fuck i know we were um, like oh cool <laughs> i was like huh interesting well to anyway, see if it was an anomaly um, or not but yeah we'll see if it was an anomaly but um hey, that look, is... it's just all it's it's our path towards getting katie mccabe on this podcast yeah it's <laughs> all i'm saying it's yeah. all i'm that's saying the, that's the journey we're on that is um, the journey we're on and we will be doing this until the day that happens and then that will be the last episode and we won't have to do it anymore yeah there you go um so we'll we'll wrap things up there and we will we will talk to you next week um yep bye that's all for this week we'll see you next week on kicking balls